This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for any professional, medical, psychological, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you feel you're in a life-threatening situation, please promptly contact the appropriate authorities, medical providers, or crisis intervention service providers in your local area for immediate assistance. All rights are reserved, and this podcast in whole or in part may not be distributed, reproduced, or otherwise used without the written permission of Hisopin Ebony LLC. Hello. Welcome to the very first episode of the Butterflies on the Concrete podcast, where I will be discussing what got me through the week. A few summers ago, when I felt lost, numb, defeated, and sad, I asked God, why am I here? Because I truly didn't know the answer. I still don't really. I used to think I knew, but as time goes on, that doesn't seem to be the reason. Back then, I was still deep in the midst of grieving and adjusting to living my life without the most important person in it, because they passed away two years earlier. Around that time, I came close to achieving a long-term goal, but it didn't pan out, and that one rejection was swiftly followed by several more. And soon writing, which is something that once brought me joy, didn't make me feel anything anymore. I was also lonely, even though there were other family members and friends in my life, nothing really had meaning anymore. That day, as I kept my eyes down, scared to step on gum or some other gross thing on the sidewalk, I noticed a group of monarch butterflies on the road that I was about to cross. It was beautiful and so unexpected. Perhaps it's common somewhere, but I personally had never seen it before, and it felt like an answer. It didn't give me a sense of purpose, it didn't tell me why I'm on this earth, but it did remind me that life can be beautiful at a time when I'd almost forgotten it. That same weekend, I saw more monarch butterflies, this time on a sidewalk, when I was rushing to get to my train. I struggled to write stories during that time, but in place of that, I somehow heard melodies, so I ended up writing lyrics about it. The lyrics are about God's love being magnified in the moments when we feel lost, in the moments when we've forgotten that he's brought us through difficulties before, so that means he can do it again. Those lyrics and that experience is the reason why I decided to name this podcast The Butterflies on the Concrete Podcast. As bonus content, I've included a recording on our website of a shortened version of the song. If anyone's curious and would like to listen, but please note that it's acapella. The Butterflies on the Concrete podcast, What Got Me Through the Week, is a way for me to build community with others by discussing the songs, shows, and other media that have helped me get through the worst moments of my life, as well as those that are currently helping me to keep moving forward. In other words, the aspects of my life that bring me joy. I hope that even if you don't resonate with every single episode, there will be at least some episodes that discuss topics that also bring you joy. I want to share what makes me happy each week, and I hope that you also will share what makes you happy each week, too. We can exchange information this way and help ourselves to keep going even though life is tough. This week, though, I want to talk about God. His grace is literally what gets me through each week, wakes me up every morning, and has kept me alive thus far. I've considered myself an unaffiliated Christian my whole life. However, my family only went to church a few times when I was growing up. And while I pray often, 
I never really took the time to read God's Word. Like many people, my life has been a series of peaks and valleys, and as I've grown as a person, I've matured in my faith. The pandemic was a turning point for me, as I'm sure it was for so many others. I was inside nearly 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and I had a moment when I asked myself, in that isolation, why is my life like this? And why do I have such a strong desire to be loved by others? Too many of my life decisions have been made because I long to be accepted and loved by other people. In the midst of the pandemic, I looked throughout my life and found that the root cause of it was an argument where harsh words had been said to me by someone. And because I was young, I allowed those words to make me feel unworthy. And that led to my tendency to ignore what was best for me so that I could make someone else happy or gain their approval and acceptance. I've since learned boundaries and I've done the inner work so that self-love and God's love are more than enough. Once I sat with that knowledge, having a better understanding of who I was, but still struggling with some of the things I'd been through, I started to want to know more about God too. In the summer of 2020, I started reading through the Bible in order, just five to 10 pages a week. There were a couple times where I stopped because I was frustrated with the state of my life, upset with God, over certain experiences I've had, like the fact that my life was very different from what I imagined it would be professionally, and the fact that I had lost my person, the most important person in my life, the person I talked to on the phone every day, the person I could turn to when I needed advice, who listened to me without judgment, the only person who has ever truly loved me unconditionally. But in the end, I reconciled my relationship with God by focusing on how he helped me overcome so many of the difficulties that I faced in the past. And so after reading the Bible a little bit at a time, I tried to gain a better understanding of who God was, of who I was praying to, and ultimately I finished this assignment of mine, if you will, last fall. In the New Testament, right before Jesus is tried, leading up to the crucifixion, there's a moment when Jesus tells Peter that he will deny him three times before the rooster crows. Peter refuses to believe it, but what Jesus predicted comes to pass. Because I don't want to deny Jesus, I'm dedicating my first episode to him and the Christian songs and artists that have helped me over the years. Since I read the Bible in its entirety during the pandemic, and now study on my own a couple times a week, supplementing it with online church services, I understand how important it is for me to acknowledge him and dedicate this first episode to him. I'm just talking about my experiences, though. I'm not forcing anyone to believe. Please keep that in mind. I just wanted to take a moment at the start of this new project to show his goodness and to thank him for getting me through not just this week, but every week of my existence. I don't really believe in coincidences. Most recently, 
I went to the bank and the teller conversed with me about certain opportunities and goals, things that had been on my heart and mind for months, that she spoke about unprompted, as if giving me a sign that I was moving in the right direction. Similarly, in the past, there was a time when I was feeling insignificant, but tried my best to look confident, and someone came up to me on the subway and told me that Jesus loved me. There was another time, months after that, when I was on the bus when a preacher sat next to me and encouraged me to read the Bible, and I hesitated. It took a year, but then I finally listened to his advice and bought one, and my entire world fell apart a month later. It's been the ultimate test of my faith, but somehow, by the grace of God, I'm still here. Even though I've had to make peace with the fact that there are some things I'll never fully understand, I still choose to believe. God has sustained me. I found refuge in Him when I felt alone and devastated and confused. I used to make plans and write goals, and now He has taught me that there is nothing that I can control. He's brought people into my life to help me heal some of my pain, people who have shown me that I'm not alone in what I've experienced. That doesn't make it any easier to process, but in spite of the bad, I've gradually learned to still be grateful for the good that I've been able to experience. Even if it's just the fact that I'm able to breathe and have blood still coursing through my veins. Fear it all, God has carried me and loved me unconditionally, certainly not because I deserve it, but because that's just who he is. Some of the songs that I listen to the most over and over again when I'm struggling through life, which have helped me to keep going are Psalm 42, Masterpiece and Never Alone by Dre Kelly, Who You Are by Being Spoken, Control by J.J. Heller, Stronger, Overcomer, Out of the Dark, I'm Still Here, He Is With You, and What Scars Are For, All by Mandisa, Lift Me Up by The Afters, and last but certainly not least, If You Want Me To and Free by Jimmy Owens. There are certain lyrics from a couple of these songs I'd like to highlight a bit. Most of these songs are older because they became a part of my life after I graduated college and started working full time while trying and failing to figure out what in the world I was doing with my life. The following lyrics were verified based on what's listed on the website genius.com as a reference. So let's get started. First of all, the entire chorus of who you are by spoken is a word. It goes, you can never fall too hard, so fast, so far, that you can't get back when you're lost. Where you are is never too late, so bad, so much, that you can't change who you are. You can change who you are. These lyrics are so powerful because I often hear people say that other people can't change, as if it's somehow impossible. But that's not true at all. The one thing that's constant in this world is exactly that, change. Of course, a person has to do the inner work and want to make those changes to be better, and not everyone desires to do that or is willing to do that, 
But there are many people who are willing to recognize their mistakes and understand their faults and flaws and grow and then make the necessary changes to improve as a person and become a better version of themselves. I know that because I'm one of those people. The point of the song, I think, is that if you turn to Jesus, if you turn to God, he will make you new again. If you want to change, you can. Isn't that such a beautiful message? I know that I've changed immensely over the years. I'm not the same person I was when I was 18. I'm not who I was when I was 21. I'm not who I was when I was 25. I'm not even the person I was yesterday. God has been working on me this whole time, refining who I am. And even though I'm still very much a work in progress, I'm so grateful for his grace. I found the song, If You Want Me To, by Jenny Owens through Arden Shell, who did a cover of it on her YouTube years ago. Well, I'm not sure if it's on her YouTube. It might have just been on YouTube in general. She might have collaborated with someone. It's been a couple years. Um, but I just want to say that when I first heard the cover, the lyrics to the song were exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. Uh, some of the lyrics are, I don't know the reason why you brought me here, but just because you love me the way that you do, I'm gonna walk through the valley if you want me to. And you never said it would be easy. You only said, I'll never go alone. Every time I hear these lyrics, I feel so seen. Sort of like when I'm reading through the book of Job. How many times have I not understood what what has happened in my life and fought against it, agonizing over the why, only to then accept it as God's will. I had a conversation with someone close to me about God and I told them what my relationship with God is like and that God is important because he remains with me throughout the good times and the bad times. He didn't magically prevent some of the most difficult things in my life, though I wish he had. But at least he has walked with me through those moments and provided a refuge for me emotionally. Only he has seen how many tears I've cried, how frustrated I've been. And yet through all of that, I'm still here by his grace alone. Which brings me to What Scars Are For by Mandisa. Some of the lyrics are as follows. These works tell a story of me down in the valley and how you reached in with your grace and healed me. And... They show me where I've been and that I'm not there anymore. That's what scars, that's what scars are for. I stopped asking why, because I accept that it's unlikely I'll ever get an answer while on this earth. But lyrics like these give me solace and a new perspective on painful and difficult moments. They remind me that ultimately God is with me and that gives me strength. I made a playlist with all these songs on Spotify and would encourage you to listen to them um, if you're feeling down. It doesn't have to be through my playlist, just in general, if you find these songs anywhere um, on any streaming platform, I would encourage you. Um, I couldn't talk about all the songs, so maybe I'll do a part two, we'll see. Regardless, I hope this will be helpful to someone on the journey because these songs have really helped me.
If anyone is listening to this and would like to share what got them through the week, please comment on this episode's post on our Instagram page, What Got Me Through the Week, or by email at whatgotmethroughpodcast at gmail.com. Episodes will be posted on hisbenemony.com along with the bonus content I mentioned as well. And you can also comment there. Until next time, thank you for listening. Bye.